This is a podcast from China Daily Hong Kong. Thanks for tuning in to an edition of Weekly Bulletin on October twenty second, where we provide a rundown of the top news stories from the past week in Hong Kong, Chinese mainland, and the region. Chief Secretary for Administration of the HKSAR, John Lee, together with a number of principal officials and undersecretaries, received seasonal influenza vaccination on Wednesday and called on Hong Kong residents to receive the jabs early. To get prepared for the coming winter influenza season, Legislative Council President Andrew Lung, who was among 32 Hong Kong lawmakers who got the jab at the Legislative Council building, also appealed to Hong Kong residents to get vaccinated against seasonal flu. Lung expressed his hope that the mainland Hong Kong border could reopen soon as more residents get inoculated. Meanwhile, the first World Maritime Merchants Forum was held in Hong Kong on Wednesday. Where officials said that the Hong Kong Special Administrative Region will strengthen its status as an international shipping center by leveraging advantages in services and development of the Greater Bay Area, Minister of Transport Li Xiaopeng said, "As an international shipping center with global influence, Hong Kong's shipping industry is highly developed, especially in the sectors of shipping finance, insurance, and legal service." Teresa Cheng, Secretary of Justice of the HKSAR government, said at the forum that there is a clear shift of maritime and trading activities to the east. Meaning a larger demand for maritime-related financial and legal services. Staying with local news, the Hong Kong government designated on Tuesday 40 quarantine hotels that will provide 11,500 rooms for arrivals from abroad from December until the end of February. In a statement issued on Tuesday afternoon, the government said more rooms were made available under the designated quarantine hotel scheme due to the upcoming long public holidays and a strong demand for rooms from travelers. The 40 hotels will provide an additional 1,500 rooms compared to the 10,000 set aside by 37 quarantine hotels from September until the end of November. Meanwhile, Hong Kong's legislature on Thursday passed a law that allows overseas trained doctors to practice in the city without taking a local licensing exam to ease a medical staff shortage. Secretary for Food and Health Sophia Chan has said Hong Kong faces a serious shortage of doctors, and the crunch was expected to severely deteriorate in the medium term. The council voted 39 to 1 to pass the bill, which allows non-permanent residents with specialist qualifications to fully register and practice in the city after working in a public health institution for at least five years. It had initially been limited to overseas-trained Hong Kong residents, but lawmakers pushed to expand the program. Moving on to national news, in a move to enhance biodiversity conservation, the central authorities unveiled a guideline on Tuesday that includes wide-ranging measures. Vowing to bring 77% of national key wildlife species under protection by 2025, with the help of cutting-edge technology, the guideline underscored the importance of biodiversity protection work, saying that despite the significant achievements, the country is still confronted with various challenges in biodiversity conservation. In its efforts to cope with the challenges, China will expand its national parks, increase its forest areas, and have more wetlands and natural coastline protected, according to the guideline. China will make 18% of its territory protected natural areas, with the help of a system supported mainly by national parks, by 2025. Staying with national news, the Shenzhou 13 crew entered the Tianzhou 3 cargo craft to transfer the cargo, according to the China Man Space Agency, last Sunday. The Shenzhou 13 spaceship was launched from a satellite launch center in northwest China's Gobi Desert last Saturday. After Shenzhou 13 successfully completed a fast automated rendezvous and docking with the core module Tianhe, the crew entered the core module. They will stay in orbit for six months, setting a new record for China's crewed space mission duration. And finally, Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi on Sunday held a phone conversation with Saudi Arabian Foreign Minister 
Prince Faisal bin Farhan al Saud over bilateral ties and cooperation. Wang said that in the face of the volatile international situation, China and Saudi Arabia need to maintain close strategic communication, which is an inherent part of the comprehensive strategic partnership between the two countries. Wang also said that China will continue to support Saudi Arabia's Vision 2030, Green Saudi Arabia, and Green Middle East initiatives, and actively participate in major development projects in Saudi Arabia, adding that China is ready to work with Saudi Arabia to synergize the Belt and Road Initiative with Saudi Arabia's Vision 2030 and push for more results in bilateral cooperation in fields like energy, infrastructure, investment, and 5G. That's all for this segment, guys. Until next time, stay healthy.